folks, welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GMless tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at FTLcast, and we also have a Patreon where you can support us at patreon.com forward slash FTLcast. Today we are returning to Uneven Orbits. We said we would, we're making good, uh, by Luke Jordan at Games from the Wildwood. So, as this is a direct sequel to arc number 26, wow, we got on that sequel fast. Normally, we, we really sw- needed we really it. Did. <laughs> we um, finished the game and we're like, quick, we must do this. For those of you who are new to the game, please go back and listen to arc 26 because you're going to get really confused otherwise with the plot wise. But if you have, here's a little refresher on what Uneven Orbits is space. The vast, empty dark, unending, uncaring. A tapestry of endless black so vast the countless worlds and moons are but lonely islands, floating small and fragile in the void. And strung between the islands, precious as jewels and tiny as dust, the ships that connect them. When humans finally fled the dying earth, they left in their millions, crowded on seed ships, each big as a moon and ready to populate a whole new world. They fled to finally learn that the old words were true. They were not alone. Now humanity is but one species among many in the cosmic harmony, an alliance of all the Milky Way's friendly, interested sentience. The harmony species, robot and alien, AI and clone, are foreign to one another, children of worlds and histories separated by unmappable distance. But even without maps, they make it work. And with patience, kindness, and the loneliness of the empty dark, they may make something more. And this is a GMless role-playing game about a crew, a ship, and an uncertain journey which brings them close, or perhaps tears them apart. I'm Jade, and you can find me at Jade Oxford Rose, and my pronouns are they, them. Playing with me today, we have... Um, hi, I'm Dora. You can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora, and my pronouns are they, them. Hi, I'm Kales. You can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords. You can find my games at citadelofswords.itch.io. Uh, and you can find my writing, because I have this now, I can say this. You can find my writing at paradoxicalrenegade.com. It's on my Twitter, so you can just go to my Twitter and find it that way. Uh, pronouns are fake, but you can use they, them for me if you really want to. If you really, really want to. Do, do, do. I'm Mab. You can... <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Little Lady Mab. You can find my game Twitter, whatever that means, at Sunshine Paladin. At the time this goes up, I am still running the video jam game jam. Uh, I'll probably extend it because I don't know what I've been doing these last two months. So it'll probably go on until like December. Who knows? Dora and I are both suffering and not writing for it. Um, but pronouns are she, her. Come say hi. Our lines, things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, and unwanted pregnancy. Our veils, things we're fine with addressing but will fade to black on, steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Now that we've got all that done, let's get started.
So, this is a direct sequel. We're about mm, a third to a quarter to a other way around, quarter to a third. I'm continuing with this really strong start we've got. Um, we are part way into this voyage. So, as we said, this is a direct sequel, but we're going to reintroduce the crew of this tiny little ship currently making its way through the black. And then we'll give a recap of the previous arc. So obviously if you want to go listen to it, pause this, go listen to that, come back. So I'm playing Soul Hawk. Um, her pronouns are she, her. Um, her crew job is uh, muscle. Her species is human. Uh, her need is I need to not have the rug ripped out from under me again. Uh, her boundaries are do not come looking for me when I don't want to be found. Uh, her longings are, I wish I had someone to help me make sense of things, and I wish I had my sister back. Um, it still her... ruins me. <laughs> um, usually it's Jade who murders Kales, but it's going to be me today. Yeah, no, it's um, going to be both of y'all. It's going to be both. So say, give, me, give me 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be both. Um, her look is... Um, Olive complexion, bleach blonde hair kind of kept close cropped, uh, dark eyes, um, and in the face she looks vaguely like Gina Carano in Deadpool. Um, her personality is angry and a bit self-destructive, protective of those she cares about, doesn't trust easily, aka angsty McMahon Payne, but a lady. The crewmate that she's comfortable with is Max, and her opinion is when shit hits the fan, at least I can count on Max. And the crewmates that um, she resents are Meryl. Uh, she got one freebie. She doesn't get to die on me again. Finger and, guns. <laughs> and Carrie, uh, how the fuck am I supposed to trust her now that I know she's with Unisol? Ah, we're doing great. We have a conversation where they mm -hmm. don't actually snipe at each other. It'll never happen. Um, I am playing Meryl Whitmer, the aforementioned sister. Uh, she uses she, her pronouns. Uh, her crew job is five question marks, extra hands. Uh, her species is ambiguously human. Still haven't decided. Um, her needs are, I need to remember how to be human again and not just to run away. And I need to make up for all the mistakes I've made since I left my sister and Max behind. Uh, her boundary is, do not talk about me as though I can't hear you. Her longing is, I wish I had someone to hold my hand and tell me I did okay. Her look is she has dark skin and brightly dyed hair, which is fading to her natural black at the roots and bright eyes. Uh, her face claim is Tessa Thompson in Sorry to Bother You. Her personality is loyal to a fault, impulsive to a fault, loud and loving and trying so hard. Um, the crewmate she's most comfortable with is Carrie, and her opinion is, God, she sucks, but ugh. Um, and the crewmates that, uh, Meryl does not dislike or resent anyone except maybe Carrie. So the crewmates yeah. that she's uncomfortable with are Max, uh, and her opinion is, I need to be forgiven, but I don't know how to be. And Sol, I need her to understand I did everything for her. And I'll be playing Kerrigan Kestrel, aka Carrie. She is the captain slash pilot, as this is her transport ship. It is uh, a diplomacy and politics. Yes, technically speaking, she is a space politician. Uh, the ship has no official name. It's just kind of like changes with every port she goes into because it's not like she's about to fly a, a literal unisol flag into a pirate enclave. But she does affectionately call the AI Davenport for 
inside jokes and also for Taz reasons. Davenport! Davenport! Who knows? Uh, Her species (laughs) is human. Her need is, I need them to trust me if we're going to make it through this safely. Her boundaries are, do not demean my capabilities and do not test the limits of my patience. Her longing is, I wish there was someone that I could let my guard down around. Her look is long blonde hair, dark eyelashes, very blue eyes, fair skin, high femme. Her personality is head bitch in charge and is probably better than you and knows it. The crewmate she is comfortable with is Meryl because at least I know where I stand with her, even if it is a little crossed out extremely tense. The crewmate that uh, she dislikes slash resents slash is uncomfortable with is Sol. I thought we were getting close, but we haven't really spoken after I was arrested by Kuiper, and I don't know if she'll believe my innocence. And Max is, I know that she blames me for the downfall of the bastard, and I don't know if I'll ever be redeemable in her eyes. And her general opinion of the quote-unquote crew is that it's easier to push them all hard away than it is to try and make amends. And I am continuing... Uh, returning as you may however you wish to call it uh, i'm playing max valera her crew job is engineer slash mechanic her species is human her needs uh, are i need to have some control of the tech around me and be able to interact with it and i need space to be alone to process to deal with things her boundary is do not question my sleep habits and coping methods and her longing is, I need someone I can trust to take control of things so I don't have to be. Her look is tan skin, short dark brown hair with an undercut, the rest one up in a short little ponytail. A bunch of piercings in each ear and her eyebrow, dark eyes, uh, almost always seen in overalls and a tank top. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> with a metal leg brace and solid work boots, face claim is Gina Rodriguez in Annihilation. Please see the above comment of you're welcome. Uh, her personality. I know. <laughs> uh, personality is sharp in every sense of the word, possesses an excess of energy and a shortage of fucks. The crewmate she's comfortable with is Sol, who is blunt and laughably easy to read but dependable. I know where we stand. The crewmates I dislike or resent are Meryl. Um, I know her best of all, but I don't know how to feel about her anymore. Everything is messed up. And Kerry, who is not in fact an an emotionless bitch, still a politician, but not without redeemable qualities. And I added this, um, a memory generated on the journey so far is doing the whiskey thing with Sol. (laughs) Everything was getting to Max when the AI was down. And Carrie wouldn't let her fix it. Speaking of speaking of what happened last time. <laughs> yeah, let's hand over to our resident recapper extraordinaire, going live to you, Kales. What's up? So, we sort of talked a little bit last time about how the Uneven Orbits game was a sequel to our Kingdom Games, where uh, we ended the Kingdom Games with the bastard, um, the bastard? The bastion. The ship. Whatever. The kingdom. <laughs> the bastard. Falling apart. So after the downfall of the bastard, Carrie somehow manages to convince Sol, Max, and Meryl on board her own personal transport, where she agrees to take them to any spaceport they want, free of charge, out of the quote-unquote goodness of her heart. I just did them with my hands, so imagine that you saw those huge <laughs> air quotes. I felt it. <laughs> I wrote whatever... it down, but I felt it. <laughs> yeah. 
or whatever sort of bullshit she can say to make them listen. Saul has some coordinates, but before they can even get there, their trip is interrupted by a shortage of food, a concussed Meryl, and a broken AI. And that's only the first half of this trip. So let's see what happens in the second half of this trip. And then one more thing before we actually get started, um, on a more, on a far more serious note than our, <laughs> our typical, um... Like, and that's what you missed on Glee recaps. We called Carrie a space politician this time around. And last session, I remembered, I remember we made a lot of jokes about uh, Carrie being a cop. And Mab and I were talking after the recording just about, like, kind of stuff. Um, and I realized that there were a lot of connotations to that because Meryl's face claim is a black woman. Um, obviously racism is one of our lines, so it's not going to be something we touch on in-game, and I'm not black, so it's not even a story I can tell, but I just wanted to acknowledge that the conversation happened, and, like, the line between politician and cop can, is, can be, is really, really thin, and it's definitely one we've been towing here, so we're gonna, just gonna be more mindful of that moving forward. Uh, so the way, uh, the game works, uh, is... That it's played in rounds and each round represents a month or more in the story and yeah, it takes about 15 to 25 minutes to play sure Jan <laughs> that's a fucking lie <laughs> they've never met us <laughs> this is no reflection on the writing by Luke this is entirely down to what we are like as players our um, last round only took 40 minutes because I had somewhere I needed to be. <laughs> yeah, generally we uh, a round runs about an hour for us. But there is a list of crises uh, that you can either choose from or roll a d10. Uh, whoever's in charge of the round is uh, responsible for selecting the crisis. Uh, you answer the questions associated with the crisis and what it looks like set the scene. And then the other players get to have scenes doing their response to crisis and then you have a scene together, uh, which is sort of like the crisis has passed and then you go around again and there's an opportunity there to, if somebody surprised you during, to the, during the crisis, you can change your own your old opinion of them, which you heard when we gave the character breakdowns and you have a chance to make memories of someone that's someone that touched you or moved you. And it's my turn to pick a crisis. It sure it's is. You. It's me. Because of who I am as a person, and it's my turn to do this, um, I'm going with crisis number five. Someone on board the ship gets badly sick or injured. Um, who is it? It's Max. <laughs> and how? Um, it's an illness. And what I'm thinking is that they uh, that she picked up something on one of their stops on the journey, and um, because of Max's notorious uh, sleepers for the week stims of for people that need to get shit done attitude, I think her immune system was a little bit compromised in the ways the others perhaps weren't. So uh, she has picked up something, and uh, yeah, so she is sick. And I'm imagining it's like something like flu, like something that will bad, like bad, like a bad viral thing. But what isn't necessarily maybe not flu because flu is like super infectious, but something that's like knocked her on her ass. Um, I guess I I do uh, the scene first, right? Because I figure the needs that develop as a result can maybe come up through this. So because that's the last one is a uh, what needs what new needs do they needs <laughs> guess what visual do we want to start on this 
I mean, I think we can do also what we did last time, where, like, when Meryl got injured, I don't think we started with my scene. No. Yeah, let's do that. Because she was unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't have to be you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be if you have an idea, but it could be one of us. If anyone, anyone's got something, sure. If not, I can literally just have Max doing something in her room and one of the others needs to talk to her about something. And this is how it's... <laughs> We find out that she's sick, or it could be, it could be like X months later, and somebody else is collapsing on the common room area floor. You know, however, my God, however we want to do this. Can we not do that again? That's really traumatizing for Soul. We do not need to do that again. Mm-hmm. Everyone just passes out around Soul, and Soul's like, "What the literal fuck?" <laughs> I mean, my thought was that like someone. To someone notices that they haven't seen Max in a couple of days. That's an idea, which is impressive on a ship that small. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, I like that. I mean, it could be Meryl, but I don't. I want to just take complete charge of this. You have an idea, please. <laughs> we can all take the lead, Chaos. It's it's it's, 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 it's there. What a concept! <laughs> what a concept! Um. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I th- I guess the real thing is that like Meryl like is like unconsciously very aware of where Max is at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Also, so the fact that she doesn't know where Max is is she's like, huh, that's weird. I don't like that. Um, and she's probably going to go ask Sol about it. Okay. I just can't imagine her going to find Carrie and be like, Carrie, do you, have you seen Max? And Carrie be like, I tried not to. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck if I know good. or care. She's wow. not here. That's what matters. Listen. Wow. She's still bitter <laughs> that they hit to her pride. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know where Sol is, but that's where Meryl will head. So all of the sudden, Carrie's ship grew a bar. Um, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie leaves you unsupervised when you go into port like five times and suddenly there's a bar. Sol's written the monkey's uncle on the door. <laughs> there's not on her own bedroom door. Yeah. No. Um... <laughs> no, I mean, there's like a, there's like a quote unquote wet bar that can be like it's it will it now is a wet bar. But like so like in the common area, there's yeah. Yeah, so Sol's probably in the common area, and uh, because it's Sol, um, she's been drinking. Um, That's healthy. Surprise, surprise. No one's um, surprised. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Meryl, like, doesn't even blink. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's where Meryl finds her. Um, there's, like, I don't think it's whiskey this time. I think it might be... No, she doesn't do gin. I do gin. Um, <laughs> vodka. Some good vodka. Yeah, I was going to say vodka. <laughs> with space potatoes. And so there's a, a bottle of vodka open on the table in front of her and uh, a shot glass. And uh, it's obvious that she's she hasn't just started. Let's put it that way. I'm... <laughs> This is not exactly what happens, but it's it, my brain just conjured the image of like one of those scenes where Meryl like pokes her head into the bathroom and goes, "Stop screaming, it's me." Have you seen that? <laughs> but that's not what happens here. I just imagined it. No, I think she just comes in and like I said, she doesn't even blink. 
She's like, have you seen Max? Uh, now that you mention it, uh, haven't seen her today, no. Hmm. I'm sure she's fine, but given our track record, well, okay, my track record, little concerned then. And then I was, because then I was like, well, maybe she's just avoiding me. But if you haven't seen her, then that's probably, mm, I don't know, maybe she's fine. You tried knocking? No. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I thought she might have been avoiding me. Well, she's avoiding you, then, uh. I doubt she'll answer. <laughs> Real helpful. Real helpful. Ugh, okay. I will I'm... just go. What? I'm not her keeper. I'm not anyone's keeper. I know. You're just closer with her than I am at this point, so thought you might know. And uh, Saul pours herself another shot and looks at it and looks at Meryl and is like, no. And then she slams the shot back. what is it with soul just like dismissing my character just like nah don't care about them (laughs) hurts me dora even though (laughs) even though she does care about them it's a bad habit that she has yeah oh not caring about people it's a very bad habit it's very bad habit all right well hopefully she's not dead or something and Meryl goes to leave. Wow. Choice of words. <laughs> what a butthead. She did not pick them well. She's worried. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to decide how Soul reacts to that shoot. Things were going so well. Yeah. For like all of two minutes. For like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Soul stands up and is like I'm coming with you. Okay. And she leaves the bottle and the shot glass on the table. Doesn't even bother closing it or anything. Of course not. I was about to say character development, but guess not. <laughs> so they go find Max. Who's doing what? Uh, it's not that there's no one, no response. Actually, no, I think it is that there's no response. I'm just trying to think of what, what they might hear instead. But no, there's there's no response. There is maybe the sound of somebody. Okay, now there's the sound of something hitting the floor. And it doesn't sound like a person-sized thing hitting the floor. Does it sound like a leg-sized thing hitting the floor? No, it's not that bad. It's But it's more like something getting knocked off something with a clatter. Like maybe there's a little remote thing. This is Carrie's fancy ship for opening the door. Like oh. if you're in bed or whatever. Or it's got like it's a little control... Like you get in hotel rooms that do like the lights and a couple of other things. And maybe it, it's like a, the clatter of plastic against the floor. Mm, okay. Soul pounds on the door and is like, you alive in there? From in they sort of hear a faint, I suppose, I want to say whine of distress. Because I think Max would rather eat a pillow than actually make a noise <laughs> like that voluntarily. Mm. But like a faint noise of protest. It's not like a just somebody with a hangover kind of a uh, kind of a vibe either. No, there's 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 locks on all the doors that can be operated from the outside. So I I assume it's a matter of privacy generally that people just don't walk into each other's rooms. But you could. Can can we come in? There is no objection. All right, I'm going in, and she's gonna kind of 
whatever the thing is to open the door. Yeah. I think it's dark in the room. Uh, the lights are switched off. and But with the light coming in, you can see that Max is in bed. The brace is just sort of set off to the side because she doesn't sleep in it. And it's clearly just like... like it, it smells like somebody is ill. Not like vomit smell, but that just general vibe. And sort of like bunched up blankets and like sweaty and uh, just sort of recoiling away a little bit from the light as it comes in through the door. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. You better not be dying on us, Max. <laughs> I'm gonna get the satisfaction. <sighs> Meryl is gonna go straight over there. No cares in the world. Mm-hmm. How long have you been like this? Mm-hmm. Don't answer that question. You should have calmed one of us. I just was gonna sleep it off. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Max? You were gonna sleep this off. Oh my god. Oh. Looks like it's going great. There is a feeble attempt to flip you the bird that fails, and there is the sign of how sick Max is. I can't quite summon the energy to do it. I think with as close as Marilyn is, like, Max is, like, running a fever. Like, super hot. Yeah, she's not even... She's like, oh my god, you are burning up. No, I don't even have to touch your forehead to feel that. Mm, Are you saying I'm hot? (laughs) She, like, blinks. (laughs) Does not know how to respond. I was waiting for someone to say it. I'm really glad that you did. (laughs) I'm going to go uh, track down whatever medical supplies we have on board this ship. And I guess you tell Carrie <laughs> that she's going to be have to she's going to have to take care of whatever it was that you were doing because you are staying right here. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Honey, you are not fine. No, Davenport is fine. See? And, like, they'll kind of... She'll kind of vaguely gesture at the little computer interface where I hope a smiley face pops up, but it might just be a sad face. It's a thumbs up. It's worried. Oh, okay. No. (laughs) She's gonna kind of just kind of stand back up and be like, fuck. I don't know what she says. She might just look at Saul and be like, can you just keep an eye on her until I get back? I can do that. I'm assuming there's, like, a chair or something that Sol can oh, yeah. get, and then... There's whatever you want in here. It's a fancy ship. Yeah, I think just they establish, like, people have, like, a little desk area. I think very, like, small hotel room kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Small, very posh hotel room. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, so she grabs a chair, does not smash it over a robot man. <laughs> oh! Um, Good, because there's and, no robot uh, man here. and uh moves it over next to max's bed and kind of like sits down crosses her arms over her chest and kind of glares at max as if it's max's fault that she's Uh sick i mean it's daring max to try anything Hmm, does max try anything i think once the, the door shuts there's sort of a little bit of a because like the external light source is gone 
mostly half into the pillow. Um, it's just like, don't worry about me. It's fine. I'll be fine. It's too fucking late for that. We're already worried. <laughs> and then just sort of the, the 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 slow, feeble attempt of somebody to pull a pillow over their head and then realizing how really that they're too fucking hot to have anything over their body at all. Because <laughs> it's just like, again, it's the whole uh, boxes and tank top kind of a vibe. Everything's just pushed back at the moment. So... Yeah, that, that that feels like scene to me. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that means it's my turn next, huh? I mean, because we can always do them slightly out of order, like we, as long as everybody gets to have a scene, if somebody else wants to go first. It just also occurs to me that this crisis, in theory, lasts a month. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, it could could be from you know the start of when uh when she gets sick to the end, so it's not mm. just. You know, oh, when she first started getting the sniffles, I just had a cold that lasted three weeks, you know? So it's like, yeah, it's valid. <laughs> Especially in space. Yeah, and also, like, it could be, like, up until the point where she feels actually fully recovered. Yeah, I hear you. Because, like, when you're sick for a bit. Yeah. Especially if you have, like, a compromised immune system, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is just stuff I know from my mom, is that, like, yeah. she gets sick and she's out for the count for, like, two weeks. Yeah. And also it goes to be like somebody that has to use like a mobility device that probably isn't um, light either. Like yeah. if you're like not quite up to full strength, she's not going to be able to move around well. Mm-hmm. Right. Either. So. so who's up? Uh, do we just, I mean, do we want to just like carry it? <laughs> uh. <laughs> carry it on. Yeah. <laughs> carry it on over to carry or we could have a direct scene follow and then there could be a little bit of a time skip yeah sure then in which case carry could just go ahead sorry what were you gonna say oh i was going to be so would it just be um uh carry and meryl quite possibly i was gonna say it's like funny if like carry just like finds meryl just like rooting through cabinets just like chucking stuff behind her trying to find the stuff that she needs yeah, that's very good. It's really funny because it's like, oh, I should probably go tell Carrie. Refuses to go tell Carrie. Well, it's like she wants to find all this stuff first and then she's going to go find Carrie once she's found all this stuff and be like, by the way. BT dubs. BT dubs. She's looking for like ibuprofen, cold medicine. I don't fucking know what people use when they get sick. In space. In, in space, Yeah. Uh, probably, probably some sort of air purifier thing. I don't know. This is a conversation Meryl is having out loud as Carrie comes into the room. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck do people use in space? I don't know. (laughs) She's like, she's like, what do people need? Probably, she's probably going to need fresh air. Um, gotta find something that's quiet so it doesn't bug her. Fresh air in space? Yeah, uh, hard to hard to achieve anyway but you know finding a better oxygen recycler that can actually purify i know you have one somewhere carrie just lifts an eyebrow and she goes you're implying that my ship isn't equipped with the best oxygen purifier do you realize what i've been doing on the bastion for the three months before it collapsed it was fixing their oxygen scrubbers my ship's fine what what isn't fine 
Max is sick, just trying to... Contaminate the rest of us? No, trying to get her better. Right. (sighs) Define Max is sick. Does she have food poisoning? Does she have... I don't know, I ran out of options already. What is wrong? (laughs) She's running a fever so warm that I was only within maybe a half a foot of her and I could still feel the heat coming off of her. Um, you know. Oh, delightful. So, you know, we're stuck in closed quarters with someone who is infectious and can, you know, kind of make it very difficult for the rest of us and we're only just finding out? Well? I mean, I suppose I know how Max is. Yeah, I was just gonna say, have you met her? Yes, unfortunately. She's on my ship. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna try and keep her in her room and stop her from trying to aggravate it. I don't know. I think it's just the flu, but... Do we want to pull into port? It's not like we're on a time limit. I would much rather that we put her somewhere where if the rest of us get compromised, it's not going to fucking devastate us. I mean, by the time we reach a port, she could be better already. It would make me feel better if we're not just, you know, just in case you pick it up next, if you're going to be spending so much time with her. There's, like, a faint blush on Meryl's cheeks, and then she, like, throws her hands up. It's your ship. Do whatever the fuck you want. See if I care. I just thought I'd let you know what's going on so that you don't turn around in two days. Not that I think you're going to, but then so that you don't turn around in two days and go, huh, I wonder where Max is and where Meryl's disappeared to. And Saul is just drinking. That's standard. That's been the last two days, literally. I've been around. Whatever. I don't care. I'm not having this argument with you. I'm going to go look after Max. All right. She's got the ibuprofen in one hand and cold medicine in the other. She's. I think she's managed to scrounge up something. Get a compress for her if she has a fever. Just grab one of the towels and put it under the cold water. Thanks. I don't know how to take care of sick people, can you tell? That's <laughs> out of character. Well, I mean, in character, too, at this rate. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. But I'm not gonna what I usually do when I have a fever is I take ibuprofen. So that's why I'm like, space ibuprofen, let's go. Meryl's got her, like, arms full of stuff and her hair is, like, very, like, falling out of its, like, ponytail. And she's like, um, whatever. Like I said, do whatever you want. And she leaves. Carrie just kind of, like, makes a face and is just like, yeah, right. She, like, does have a good point. But Meryl's too worried to be like, no, that's a good point. We should maybe do that. Yeah, well, it's a good thing that Carrie's going to do it anyway, because she knows what she's about. And she doesn't want to get laid up with a the the sploo. <laughs> <laughs> so what, we're going to divert to a little, like, sp- I, I just said nearly said sport because space port. I'm so bad at myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, a spation. A space station. I, I hate everything. Um... <laughs> So we're going to do that so, like, the air purifiers can be, like, purged or whatever. And Oh, yeah. She's going to deep clean her ship. <laughs> she's already, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my God, I need to Lysol the fuck out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meryl, Meryl, what if they got a space B&B? <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically. Not an Airbnb, Airbnb, a space, a space B&B. Airbnb. Spare B&B. <laughs> no, curse. <laughs> That's why I, that's what I was trying to avoid by saying space B and B. Just cut out the air entirely. Anyway, but yes. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, I mean, 
please, this is Carrie. They're going to a resort. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It would be a hotel. Oh. <laughs> it's just like a normal hotel. <laughs> yeah, I'll have, I'll take the the next scene. Um, and uh, because uh, I had this in mind when I picked this scene, and because Kale's DM'd me to go, we are doing this scene right, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so I think this is like the fever at its peak, maybe, or it's like thing. It's yeah, and just like Max is a little bit out of it. It's not that quite the same as when Meryl was trying to shrug off a concussion kind of a vibe. I think it's more like Max's, like, any defences she normally has are completely down. So she's a little bit loopy. I cannot be in this in the scene after this, just so y'all know. <laughs> Someone please, please stop me from being in every scene in this game. Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah. Meryl is unfortunately, like, like, when she gets worried, she gets mother hen. She's not, like, I mean, she's not, like, bad, but she's, like, insistent on just, like, making sure that everything is okay all the time, or else she frets. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah, here's a fun thought. Okay. So, um, Max, um, sort of wakes up a little bit, and is just like, I'm really hot. Do you want another cold compress? No, I just. Is there a, is there like a tub here, where we're still on, and like she opens an eye and looks around at the hotel, just like, oh yeah, is there a tub, here or a shower? I just. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me let me fill it and, yep. Okay. She'll go fill the fill the tub. Mm-hmm. Cold, right? Oh yeah, I'm yeah, fairly certain cold. you're not supposed. To. I know you can do this if somebody genuinely has a fever. So, you're just like this is like that in all those books that I've read. Yeah, Jade, the ones set during the Victorian era where they didn't know better. Sure, Shh. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's fine. Well, it is. It's about trying. Well, fevers you tend to want to break them, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you actually want to drive the temperature up, but not so hot that their brain cooks, right? That's how fevers work. I, you I actually know. want to you want to cool them down, so you do um, want to cool them down. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Dora. Someone here has medical knowledge. Kids, don't take medical advice from follow the leader, except about vaccination. <laughs> That's vaccinate your fucking children. Get your flu. I get your flu jab. So once um, the tub is full. Um, Max is going to need Meryl's help to get, like, across to the bathroom. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we've all read this fanfic before. It's fine. We've all read <laughs> this fanfiction. If Max even tries, if Max even thinks about trying to get up without Meryl being there, Meryl's going to be uh-huh. like, nope! <laughs> I, I think she accepts it because, like, she's got enough wherewithal to know that there was no way she was going to get across the room by herself, even if she wanted to try. I'm sorry, I'm all gross. I don't care. Uh, I'm glad you're here. Again, no idea how to respond to that. <laughs> Maybe just like a little... Of course I'm here. Oh, no, yeah. That's good. Missed you. There we go. Now she's silent. <laughs> <laughs> 
gonna help Max into the bath. And there is definitely swearing. <laughs> Lots of swearing from both of them. Max just sort of lays back in this bath and it's just like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Mm-hmm. Meryl having a gay panic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meryl studiously trying not to look. I mean, I'm not complete sadist. This isn't a white tank top of boxes at this point. <laughs> this is like grey or black or like obnoxiously patterned boxer shorts. Because yes. Yeah. Yep. She's still trying not to look. It just results in her staring at Max's face, though. Okay. Um, I think Max is aware that she's being stared at and just sort of looks over just like, you doing okay there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 alright. Uh, the eyes narrow. I I'm fine, I promise. She kind of unthinkingly reaches over to like brush a little bit of Max's hair out of her face. I think without thinking because of the state she's in, Max just kinda of leans into it. Mmm. Meryl doesn't want to move her hand, but she's going to. Faint noise of protest. Oh. <laughs> you wanted this. I know I did, and I don't know what Meryl's going to do, because she's a baby. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to talk about this right now, because Max is really sick, but she's like, ah. It, it, like, she probably just, like, freezes. Mm-hmm. Also, this is what you wanted. Well, Yes. But don't act like it isn't what you want. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> B on our bullshit. Is this just literally what this scene is for now? Is it that? Is it this awkward silence? Just like the sound of shifting water. It could be. Yeah. I mean, is it just I? Meryl's Meryl. I mean, Meryl's like still frozen there. Like her hand is still there. Okay. So we can still cut it here. I'm just saying. So the hand is still there. The hand is still there. I think um, while the hand is there, like, Max, like, puts her hand around Meryl's wrist, just, like, not to stop her from pulling away necessarily, but just, like, because that moment of touch is there and she's going to enjoy it while she can. How do I this issue? Yes. Okay, yeah, I think she... I always liked your hands. Still like your hands. They're good. <laughs> so are yours. Uh, mine are all busted up. I like them anyway. <laughs> Maybe she will reach out and just keep kind of stroking Max's head. Okay. I've, I don't know if there's much more to that scene, to be honest. No, so. I don't think so. It's good and cute. We will not have on screen the moment where Meryl has to help Max get out of the bath. Dies a little bit. <laughs> Fan fiction writers. It's your time uh-huh. to shine. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I know I want a scene with Carrie, but I don't know what that scene would be about unless, like, I've got a very silly image in my head of Carrie, like, spraying a bunch of Lysol <laughs> and bleach around her ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think Carrie would, would necessarily do that all herself, so. It's still a good visual. Yeah. I mean, she might. Stress cleaning is a thing. <laughs> Well, it could be that, then. It's literally just, like, it. she doesn't really need to be doing it. But, yeah. Also, you know, this could be her not talking about something that stressed her out. Just so. literally all of you on her ship. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, what? 
Yeah, so if you're down with Carrie stress cleaning and soul crashing the party. Sure. Just because I think, like, it's really bad that that Saul's feeling kind of vulnerable and still decides to go to Carrie. But <laughs> listen, it was fine before she found out that Carrie was Unisol. Yep. Look, if I found out the girl I had a crush on was a Tory, I'd be pissed off. I mean, so, you know. <laughs> God, when you put it that way. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry she's like this. Gosh, I'm trying to figure out how to start this off, though. Like, has Carrie been hanging around the the hotel, or has she been, like, avoiding everybody? I think she's probably... There's like a back and forth. Like she doesn't, she's not sleeping on the ship currently, but like she's been spending a lot of time on her ship just because it is a place to go where people don't have to find her and talk to her or avoid talking to her. She'll just like, I'll just put that wall up there myself. It's fine. How about this? How about um, Carrie's like doing something in the common area and uh, that's where Soul finds her because Soul was going to raid. Uh, the bar because the bar on the ship is free versus the bar in the hotel being, you know, more money than than Saul sees on some bounties. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's good. And Saul just kind of looks at Carrie a little bit and is she makes like she's not going to say anything like she's just going to grab a bottle and leave. But then she stops and she's like, need help with that? She, like, stops and then looks at what Sol's doing, and she's like, there's a much better bar at the hotel. I ain't used to that fancy crap. This is just fine. <laughs> I'm paying for it. You don't want to, like, be like, oh, I'm just going to do this despite Carrie and just make her spend more money. You can. I won't stop you. Like I said, this is fine. And uh, she, like, holds up the bottle and... Uh as like a demonstration of what this is. No, you look like you're busy. You don't have to help. She puts the bottle down and is like, I got nowhere else to be. Meryl's uh Meryl's got the max situation uh pretty much on lockdown. Ooh la. Not like that. <laughs> we'll see. I was thinking it too, Carrie. I was thinking it. <laughs> Carrie still doesn't know anything about their history. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Soul just doesn't want to think about her sister kissing anybody. <laughs> but Carrie has eyes. <laughs> Soul doesn't want to think about her sister kissing anybody. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> well, if you're looking for something to do, I suppose. And she like, it's one of those magic erasers, a space magic eraser. Yeah, she catches it and... Uh... Kind of looks at it for a second and looks back at Carrie and is like, all right, where you want me to start? Well, how brave are you feeling? You calling me a coward? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was wondering if you just felt like getting contaminated next. I'm deep cleaning Max's room before it spreads. All right, I'll start there. Oh my God, did we just have a scene where they didn't snipe at each other horribly? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Look like progress. The world is going to end. Or they'll finally kiss. Who knows? Yeah, I think that's 
that scene. Yeah, it's good. That's a fine scene. That's a fine scene. That's a fine scene right there. Uh, it's just a group scene then. So is this, um, they're getting ready to leave? Yeah, I think so. Push off again. Max is maybe a doctor's scene. Max is just like, yeah, the, any infection is gone. It's just the last few drugs have got to work the way out of the system. But like she's been deemed no risk of infection to others. I think Meryl's waiting outside for her. She's like, I'm not, I can't go in. Max doesn't need me to go into the doctor. <laughs> I'm just her ride. I was gonna make a joke, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so where where do you think we this is? Is this like after that and everyone's back together getting on the ship? Or because the idea is it's meant to be a thing of the group coming together, right? That's the, yeah. A moment yeah. of rest. Either that or they're just like last night in the hotel room. I mean, Carrie's got a master suite, right? I mean, but I can't see her inviting everyone to her room. Well, it was it was just, it is kind of just, I was just picturing kind of like a suite in general where everyone's just like, ah, there's like, you know, sure. multiple bedrooms. Soul's probably oh, like, works. I refuse and sleeps on the couch or something, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. That sounds right. <laughs> okay, so maybe it's like um, the doctor has just like headed off and is... Um, told the rest of you that Max is fine and Max will come back into the room as this scene goes on. I I do like the image of Carrie mixing drinks for Sol, being like, look, listen, this is a good bar. How dare you think that swill on my ship is good stuff? Look at this. Hmm. <laughs> is Meryl just like laying on a sofa? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. She can have she it. can have drinks too. Yeah, she's she's just kind of grinning, listening to Carrie and Sol. Yes, Sol's just like protesting a little bit, but still accepts any drink that Carrie gives her. <laughs> oh, it looks like the infectious one has been cured. I'm sorry, no alcohol for you. You only get tea. Gee, thanks, Carrie. How? <laughs> How what? How did no 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 oh. no? How does how does Max thank Carrie? Oh. Like actually, I think it's sort of like that is she kind of just says that, but she she comes out of the room. Um, I think uh she's got like a a temporary, um, like a a walking stick or something, or a crutch, um, as she's not quite strong enough yet to put the uh, the leg brace back on, but uh, sort of like makes her way into the room with everybody else. Meryl's gonna, like, sit up, swing her legs back over so she's not taking up the entire couch. (laughs) She sits down on the couch next to Meryl. Carrie gives Sol a pointed look. (laughs) (laughs) Sol is, like, studiously paying attention to her drink and not looking at Meryl and Max. As the, uh, kind of the bickering the jo- the 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 banter about um the drinks is happening max will lean towards Merle and go how long have they been flirting like that <laughs> damn it <laughs> you <laughs> um pretty much since you went in to talk to the doc unless you're talking about like in general in which case the whole fucking time <laughs> I mean, I've been around them. This is 
Mm. This is something new. Yeah, I don't like it, personally. I don't know. She's using alcohol. That seems like a surefire bet. We're sold like she's approaching her about her interests. (laughs) (laughs) Max. What? Shut the fuck up. I do not want to think about anyone kissing my sister. (laughs) Least of all, Carrie. Please. You know, Sol does kiss people, though, right? <laughs> Max, I swear to God, I know that you're still recovering, but I will elbow you right, right in the right in the chest. Just boom. <laughs> I don't want to know these things. All right, all right. And she smiles a little, and sort of leans back against the um, like lets her head fall back a little on the couch. Meanwhile, Carrie asks, do I have to, like, start implementing a rule where if anyone is unwell, you have to say something? Like, between the two of you? I thought it was going to be fine. I just thought it was a little bit of a headache. All right. For how long? That's yeah. what I said. A little. I look, <laughs> I fell asleep and then I woke up and was hot and felt worse. And then I fell back asleep. And then... I had these two in my room asking what was going on. Just let's pretend for a moment that we can, you know, actually function together as a normal group of people. And when one of us is not feeling well, we say something. You can tell Davenport even, you know, and the AI can inform me and then we can make a good decision where we don't have to make pit stops like this or have concussed individuals lying on the floor. I didn't ask Guilty. For pit stop. I know. It's, it's no, nice. I, you know, it's, it's better. It makes me feel better. Now I can walk back into my ship and feel better about it. But also, I'm just saying in general, if anyone needs to stop, we can stop. All right. Meryl is just going to take Max's hand and be like, just just tell us next time, okay? That is what <laughs> spins her out a little bit. Um, she doesn't pull her hand away. If anything, she kind of looks a little sad. And she's like, yeah, right, the same to you. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> kind of wry smile. Draws the hand away again. Saul's just watching all of this happen. <laughs> Or not watching, as it were. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say, Max makes a look at, looks over at Sol and then glances at the bar, just like, "Come on, you gotta, you gotta give me something. <laughs> you gotta give me something. Help me. <laughs> give me something." That that feels like a good visual to wrap the round on. Yeah, and it only took an hour. <laughs> yeah. Does um anybody have any opinions they need to change? Oh, pr- I was like, probably. Mm. Oh, I've got to address my, if I, what my new need is. Because I kind of want it to be, I need Meryl to talk to me about what happened. I don't know if it's too specific to a person, because their needs are supposed to be more general. But also, that is actually kind of actionable as a thing that she isn't getting. Mm-hmm. So, um, because yes, she does remember Kyle's. Great. <laughs> Good. But also she's kind of embarrassed about it because, yeah, she said some things to Meryl and Meryl just didn't say anything back. 
So, you know, it's kind of like being rebuffed. So. It was the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And then Meryl didn't want to be disappointed if Max did actually forget. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got a new need. So two of my opinions have changed. Ooh. So Max's opinion went from when shit hits the fan, at least I can count on Max, to <laughs> Max apparently can't be counted on to take care of herself. Yeah. Wow. I mean. Damn. Fuck you, Hulk. <laughs> it's true, though. It's born out of frustration that Max isn't taking care of her friend. And uh, Carrie's opinion, how the fuck am I supposed to trust her now that I know she's with Unisol, <laughs> has changed to I don't even know how to feel about her anymore. Nice. And I've got a memory of uh, Carrie mixing drinks. Very good. Oh, I am going to have a memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm gonna say, Jade. Yeah, but the the podcast the podcast listeners might not know Kales. I'm trying to figure out how to word it. It's mm-hmm. it, this specifically um, mm-hmm. when Max didn't pull away from her mm-hmm. in the hotel bathroom. Yeah, I'm gonna add a memory, which is the feel of um, Meryl's hand on my head. Mm. Cute. Okay, Dora. All right. Um. Because we can always have a crisis that we've had before. Yeah. Like a different system can break or, you know. Someone was going to do us getting attacked or boarded or something, mm. right? I think that was me. Oh, yeah. And I think that's... Um, Someone think suggested that's that. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, I think that was me and I think that's what's going to happen now. Yeah, you guys were talking about it when I was at Disneyland, so I'm just like standing in the middle of Disneyland yelling at my phone going, I need this! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love that. So is it somebody, is it just like random pirates or is it like somebody after a bounty on one of the people because they saw us at like the spaceport where Max was recovering? Like, is it like bounty hunters after somebody specific, or is it somebody that has beef with Sol or with Carrie or with Meryl? Like, is is it more of a personal thing? I want to make it personal. Hell yeah! I think um, since let me pitch you on this. Um, there's a crew, a member of a member of which Sol bagged, and. Um, so that crew is like they see Saul and it's like holy shit we can have our revenge nice but who gets hurt though because it's like the obvious answer is Saul but Mm -hmm. do we want to be that obvious it could be Carrie just I was gonna say that too oh my god (laughs) yes I was thinking that I was thinking that it's Carrie I love, I love, I scrolled back and it, and Jade said, be a bamf, get Carrie all swoony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. So I, I also do want to say on the recording that if they get boarded or attacked or something, Meryl's just going to fucking hide somewhere anyway. Yeah. So the establishing scene, um, has to be the actual boarding and then everything else is aftermath, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So, um, I don't know how space boardings work, 
the uh, the borders come in through the airlock, and um, they're all pretty burly. That say there's three of them. Um, two of them are human. Um, let's say they're both ladies, keeping in in line oh, yeah. with the fact that we're playing space lesbians. Um, so they're both ladies, and then um, there's also a personnel and asset reacquisition unit. Uh, which is a large robot. Um, gosh, do we have any weapons? I mean, I know Sol Sol prefers like melee weapons. I was to say Sol is a weapon. Um, I don't think because you can't have guns in spaceships because it's bad. Like Max is somebody that wields like a welding torch or like a heavy piece of like a wrench. A wrench is, is that kind. I mean, it's a good look. Wrench is a good mm-hmm. look. I feel like there's a lot of improvised weapons going on. Yeah. Kind of a vibe. Like, and I'm not just saying this because it's hot, but I could definitely see Carrie with a knife, like a little <sighs> stiletto knife. <laughs> mm, yes. Just putting nice. that out there. Yeah, so Saul definitely has a knife of some sort. Um, fighting breaks out. How does Carrie get injured, though? I mean, they can also just be like trying to get into the uh, the the, oh, the flight captain's deck. area. Yes, thank you. I couldn't remember what it was called. Um, the, cockpit. the cockpit, probably. Yeah. Probably. I've been calling it the flight deck because right after I think I was just like thinking about airplanes at the time, um, and like it could just be that you know she's like, "Oh fuck, no, you don't get into my ship," and they're like, "Oh fuck, yeah, we do," because like she's she's good at. Like miscongeniality level of getting someone off her back, but if a big robot person comes after her, that's a whole different story. Is the robot going after Carrie? Then do we think, or is the robot facing off with Sol? I think the robot's facing off with Sol, and that's why, like maybe one of the other ladies slips through and mm-hmm. is able to to head to the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Max will be dealing with the third one then, because as it's been established that Meryl is gonna hide meryl's um, gonna hide i think she feels really bad about it but she doesn't feel like she can do anything else okay i, li- I like the the visual of like these three like shots of each of them engaged with somebody yeah i think it's safe to say that we all are managed managed to dispatch the people that we're paired off with uh-huh. i know soul would want to kill them and then space the bodies but i don't know if that's what uh Carrie and Max and Meryl would want. I was about to say, well, I don't think Max would be pro-killing, and I'm just trying to remember what Max's morality actually is. Because they would, she would offer to, like, go to their ship, steal anything worth stealing, and dis- and, and uh, completely remove their navigational computer. <laughs> so effectively um, leave them stranded. Yeah, that that satisfies Saul because then it's like if they bleed out, they bleed out. It's not anybody else's problem. Yeah, I think I think that scene ending. No, maybe ending with uh, who would notice that Carrie's bleeding or would Carrie scream bloody murder? Um, no, she's too dignified to scream bloody murder. Um, but would Miss, you need to tell somebody if you are her or sick, tell anybody yeah. that she was injured. Um. That is a very good question. 
uh, I mean, it could also just be like, you know, if like she doesn't even get the chance and then she just like sits down hard mm-hmm. on the floor and is just like, I don't know, like hand to her side or something like that. Mm-hmm. That good dramatic shit. Um, yes. Yeah. Hey, what if Meryl sees it happen? Oh, man. Because um, yeah. I hadn't really decided where Meryl was hiding. Maybe she was hiding. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was thinking that she was hiding in like an air vent or something. Um, cause that's how she do. Um, but what if Meryl sees it happen and she goes and she fucking bolts to get Saul? Like if Saul and Max like ran back onto the ship like immediately or like chased after one of them onto their, mm. their ship and then, uh, Carrie didn't follow. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Or like Carrie goes to follow and then realizes like, yep, nope, not gonna nope. be doing that. Sitting down yeah. now. Yeah. I think what kind of what happens is Meryl goes to find Saul, and then she can't find Saul, and then she freaks out because she can't find Saul, and what if Saul's also hurt? And then she will find Saul, and then she will just fucking run up and throw her arms around Saul's neck. Good quality sister shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that is that the scene? And yeah. It, we get the follow-up next scene. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like ending on, uh, on Meryl hugging Saul. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, if Dora started, it's technically my scene next, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we technically. Technically. Yeah. We could just do a direct follow-up then. Go for it. Or like, uh, mm, I don't know. Do I want to have that conversation happen on camera? Or do I want it to just like be like a hard cut? I don't really have any other ideas, though, is my thing. Mm-hmm. Well, then go for it. Yeah. So it's like, it's like the episode ended with, with uh, Meryl hugging Zol. Or something like that. And now we're doing direct aftermath of it. Nice. Good. I like that. Dora, how do you feel? Yes. Cool. Great. So you have a frantic sister in your arms. What do you do? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. Um... Are we back on uh, Carrie's ship by this point? Or was this sort of like in the connected airlocks part? Yeah, it would depend on how much you want to be distracted by Mm. Carrie going like, this is fine. Mm. This is great. I've been stabbed. Yeah, Max is Max is gonna come help you both, don't worry. <laughs> um, your favorite person to help you is gonna help you. Oh great! Yeah. <laughs> once you no, guys, when, once to. y'all know about it. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. But I just wanted to confirm whether we're already like. If we've just gotten back onto Carrie's ship and like Max is like sealing the or decoupling the the little corridor thing between the ships. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, Yeah, how about that? We're in the, we've just got through the airlock. And then Mac cuz then Mac gives Max <laughs> something to do while this conversation is happening. Yeah, I think Sol's like shocked for a second and like doesn't move um other than the fact that like she's breathing heavily because she just took down a a robot. Then she like reflexively puts her arms around Meryl and is like, you better not have been hurt. No, no, I'm, no, I stuffed stuff myself into an air vent. Um, fuck, I couldn't find you. I thought something had happened to you. No, uh, nothing happened to me. I'm what happened to them. <laughs> Good. <clears throat> she doesn't let go. You sure you're okay? Um, yeah, yeah, um, oh, fuck, Carrie. Carrie's not. What? What? (laughs) 
Come, she, now she lets go. One of them, one of them got into the cockpit and, um, she's, fucking come on. I'll grab the med kit. And, like, Max goes and gets that. Because Max does know where it is. <laughs> yeah, Soul, Soul follows Meryl. Like, if, if I may suggest, would, would Meryl, like, grab Soul's hand and drag her? Yes. That Good. was exactly what I was thinking would happen. Good. I like that. Um, do we want to keep going? Um, or do we want to cut the scene there? I guess it depends on what Mab wants to do for her scene. Like, we can, we can, like, if Mab wants her scene to be a time skip, then we could just, like, keep going. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't want to, like, don't really have to focus too much on, you know, Carrie getting patched up so much as it is like she's fine she's not gonna bleed out she just got like a little stabbed a little stabbed in the side or something she's like no it didn't hit along i'm cool just that just that just that first shot of saul seeing her though with that good fraught game i can't imagine saul seeing her without starting to yell at her though that's even that's like, even better though. <laughs> what what the fuck, Kestrel? You should have you shouldn't have stayed where they could find you. You should have hidden. Shouldn't have stayed <gasps> hidden on my own ship. <laughs> you don't think I can defend myself? I'm fine. It was You got stabbed. <laughs> I know, but I'm not bleeding out. I'm not dying. It's fine. It's just it's just a little blood. It's just a little knife wound. It's just a flesh wound. See, it's only a flesh wound. <laughs> a flesh wound? Your arm's off. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of my nation, hey? <laughs> Listen, I fucking love Holy Grail. That Don't at me. It's, yeah. Such a good fucking uh, but yeah, movie, though. While this yelling is going on, this is when Max catches up with the med kit and just, like, gets put through the doorway and just, like, Ooh, shouting, great. And just goes over to um, Kerry and just like thumps down uh, the kit and just like, get your hand out of the way. Okay. And just like rips whatever Kerry yeah. is wearing up around the uh, wound a little bit so she can see it. Without... She's like, all right, you could be a little more gentle with this. And then uh, Max just grins and goes, say please. and But does actually like go a bit easier on it i don't think Saul's the initial yelling has passed but Saul's still like berating carrie because it's like i don't care that it's your ship i don't care what you think if anything like that happens again you hide and you don't come out until they're dead (laughs) why why should i be the one to hide what makes you think that i would just fucking like it's i it you know Meryl, that's a valid response. It's fine. I'm not going to go and hide when someone is attacking something that is mine. That's when uh, she gets cut off by the antiseptic spray getting doused Just on like, the wound. <laughs> With something that is mine. Fuck! Ow! <laughs> Warn me next time. Really, the best moment is when you're distracted, frankly, so that way you don't brace for it. Please, carry on yelling right above my head. It's making this a real easy job. Soul, you don't get to tell me how to defend my ship. Thank you for defending my ship. 
next time, if I want to go jump in front of a knife and get stabbed to defend my ship, I will. Okay? Very authoritative, Gary. I bet she's definitely going to listen little, to you. I'm a little distracted right now by how much it hurts. That will be a baby. And, like, puts, uh, <laughs> dr- the, puts the dressing on because um, I don't want to dwell on it anymore. Yeah. That's injury. That's Episode title, Don't Be a Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a spaby. That was, I was about to say it. <laughs> Drip compatible. Drip compatible. Yeah. I've stopped and everyone else has started. Good trends. Well, they've that. resumed. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Sol says anything to that. I think, I think she just walks off. Carrie just goes, fuck this. Pulls her shirt all the way off. And it's just like, uh, that hurt. But yeah, this maybe is fine. don't do that. Well, what am I supposed to do? Be wearing a bloody cut-up shirt? I don't think so. Meryl might go follow. It's all. I meant like just you could have. I could have helped you cut the rest of it off. You don't want to be stretching the abdominal mm-hmm. muscles. I thought you were smart, like a doctor. I was. I'm not that kind of doctor. That doesn't make a difference. Damn it, Jim. But... I'm a scientist, not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Max! <laughs> Look, how about I help you get up and you can go to your room and you can put on something with buttons. I don't open things that button down the front. A zipper? <laughs> yeah. I'm... Yes. Come on. <laughs> Anyway, that's where we're at. Should be pulling into port in a few days now. I hope... I hope I see you there. If I don't, I get it. You got better stuff to do. But if I do, well, maybe I can introduce you around. You can meet my sister. Turns out she ain't dead. Hi, it's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again!